Welcome, Green Lanterns, to Shazam! Episode 5. This is Garrick. And I'm Ben Riley. And we're the only two here right now. Um, <laughs> Scott and Jeremy might be joining us later. Hopefully, we'll see if they uh, they show up. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've just, you know, been out with women. Whatever that means. Quote That's the most unquote, we can find out. <laughs> quote unquote women. Right. <laughs> Whatever that Not means. Not sure if these women are real or. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, that's just a little weird. <laughs> Said the two people who are recording a comic book podcast instead of being out. <laughs> well, it's, it's late, so, you know. True. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. And it is a Monday, so yeah. what are they doing out on a Monday? Yeah. I mean, really. I mean, on Monday, on winter break, really, guys? <laughs> Should they be studying for next semester? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All those difficult classes Scott has. <laughs> right. Yeah, he does seem to have a pretty heavy workload. Yeah. He's, he's doing what, like bioengineering and something else like he's biomedical but that's two separate things at his college so he's doing like some kind of engineering of... and some kind yeah. of medicine and they're both they're the, the two hardest majors <laughs> at his school which is so cool. that must be fun <laughs> yeah that's just crazy <laughs> yeah yeah i guess if i just if i had had the finals week he probably just had i'd probably want to be going out with women too so <laughs> yeah i hope women, to never quote yeah whatever that really means <laughs> i hope to have never have a finals week like he he has yeah. but in the meantime we've got a few things to talk about kind of slow news week for dc but it's a few things uh probably the most interesting thing at least in my opinion is uh nightwing has been confirmed for teen titans so he's he won't be robin he shall be Nightwing. To uh, start the series off with him as Nightwing is very interesting because that implies either A, him and all the other Titans have been working either as uh, working as heroes for a long time or B, that they've been together as Titans for a long time mm -hmm. because he started the Teen Titans as Robin, and right. it was years before he became Nightwing. I do feel like a lot of this jumping in, you know, in media res stuff that DC is doing, it it would work a lot better if it was one combined universe, but the TV universes, except for the CW stuff, is all separate from each other, and it's all separate from the movies. So it's like... Yeah. I don't know, I feel like it would be a lot easier to do this kind of thing of you know jumping in with Nightwing and then you know explain his backstory later and tie it into the movies and everything, but it's all separate, so I don't know. What's don't really know, Nightwing's an odd choice. What's really interesting though is uh, only Titans and uh, I think Constantine are the only series that are uh, that are like media res, like media hmm. res, like. Because Gotham is basically starting right. at the beginning. <laughs> Arrow started right after he got back from the island, and Flash started right when he got his abilities. Yeah, even before that, if you want to count the Arrow episode. Yeah, very true. So, I don't know. You know what occurred to me the other day? All And this is going to be a bit of a spoiler if you're not caught up on the DC TV shows, so mute for like 30 seconds, I guess. <laughs> but... <laughs> All four of the main characters on these four shows... Well, not the main on Gotham, but... Okay, Bruce Wayne saw his parents killed. Oliver saw his mother killed. Barry saw his mother killed. Oliver and Constantine's saw his mother, father die, too. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, and Constantine, his mother, died giving birth to him and his twin, at least in the comics. I, just, I find that interesting. All of them died in the present. All of their mothers died in their presence. You'd, you'd be hard pressed to find a uh, a popular character, a popular superhero <laughs> whose family didn't die either in True. front of them or period before they became heroes. True. 
I just find it interesting that they all died right in front of them. Yeah. Superman, Batman. I mean, Fantastic Four, no. They might be the only one. Uh, <laughs> Captain America, no. The older ones, like the ones who don't have... Who, who were yeah. created in Marvel usually before... Uh, right. Before the before Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Basically, if, it, if anything before Spider-Man and Marvel, they didn't quite do that as much. But yeah, and, so with Spider-Man, his parents were already dead, but Uncle Ben dies. So I guess it's sort of yeah the same. But Aunt May is alive. But Superman didn't have a backstory for a long time too. Couldn't fly either. Yeah, could just jump really high, <laughs> which was kind of nice that they added that sort of. I don't know if you'd call it an Easter egg or just a nod in Man of Steel that he starts out. You know, leaping. Supposedly, that's actually how he flies. He jumps with such ferocity and ability that he's actually flying by, like. How does he hover in place? Like, like he jumps so much with such power that his flying is actually just jumping. (laughs) But he like hovers in place, though. Yeah. So, <laughs> I know it's like yeah, it's, who needs physics? <laughs> it's a quasi jumping kind of thing. He's just jumping up and down really, really fast, and you can't see it. Or, <laughs> so or it maybe looks like he's, he's floating. He's jumping on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to uh, at the time I went to see Stan Lee at that thing. He was talking about uh, how Marvel is more scientific than DC because. <laughs> Thor, you know, he swings his hammer around and then uses the momentum to fly instead of just, you know, Superman flying. So that was his his explanation of why Marvel is more Wait, who, consistent with physics. Who said that? Stanley. Oh my gosh. I don't, I don't think you... I mean, maybe Marvel... It doesn't really make sense. Yeah, but. I mean, I don't think there are any cosmic rays that can make a person invisible. <laughs> Probably not. Or, or, or a gamma turn rays into a rock monster. Them. Oh yeah, or a rock monster. Yeah. Or gamma rays that can make you a giant green monster that has <laughs> infinite amount of strength. I always found it funny in the Avengers where, you know, uh, the scientist says, you know, it's nothing harmful, low levels of gamma radiation, and then Nick Fury says, you know, that can be harmful. I was, I was just <laughs> hoping the scientist would say, well, no, it's, I said low levels, it's, it's literally nothing harmful about that. Yeah. But a uh, nice nod for the fans, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Um. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot wrong with this sec, this second Avengers, and not the first Avengers to me. Like the 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 the, ta- the dialogue, like that that happens a lot in superhero movies. Like there's stuff where the conversations seem to make sense until you pull them apart. Yeah. Like Man of Steel, there's a conversation where. He's talking to his mother, and she says, you know, when you were a baby, you, it was hard for you to breathe, you struggled, and I worried all the time. And then he says, you're worried my secret will come out. And then she says, you know, the, or the, the truth about me will come out. And she says, no, the truth about you, it's wonderful. And it's like, wait, no, you just said you were worried about him not being able to breathe. What does that have to do with... <laughs> yeah. This, the, it's just like they kind of string these different concepts along together to shove them into a shorter dialogue scene than they should be and hope people won't notice it's just a hollywood thing i think i think yeah, yeah probably but like i feel like movies they're trying to cram so much in that they do a lot better if the movie was like seven <laughs> hours long i agree that's that's why i love uh the christopher nolan movie the bat you know the batman trilogy the uh the, and stuff like Lord of the Rings or The Watchmen Ultimate Cut because they really take the time to, you know, it's the it's the only time you can, you just you need that for movies. I think I think you really do. Yeah. Um, I just watched The Wolf of Wall Street the other day, and every scene in that movie, even though it was three hours long, was pretty much essential to uh, fleshing out the story. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> every <laughs> think, scene. Every scene. Well, <laughs> okay, at least every scene was at least developing character yeah. or plot, if yeah. not both. Yeah. So <laughs> that was a great movie, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so hilarious. Till the end when it got sad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, 
And not, not all movies are guilty of that, I think. Short movie. Well, not short, but like normal length movies, but a lot of them are. There's movies that are trying to pack a lot of development and a lot of action are guilty of it a lot because mm-hmm. you have to cut something out. And yeah. If it's action, if it's a superhero movie and you cut action, somebody's going to be pissed. And if it's like uh, development and it's just a norm, it, 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 any movie requires development. So if somebody's going to be pissed on that. So oh. you lose either way. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Spider-Man 2 did a good job of uh, just letting each scene speak for itself and just establish one thing at a time instead of trying to, you know, cram everything into one scene. But yeah, there's a few that do it right. But this is a DC podcast, so anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're straying off of our uh, our universe. <laughs> yeah, still not straying nearly as far as the last episode of Excelsior, but... <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty bad. <laughs> but, um... But yeah, as far as uh, Nightwing, I assume he'll be the leader of the team, because... Hopefully. He usually is. Yeah. As far as I know. The only time he's not the leader is when he's not there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they'll get to play Nightwing. I don't know. That's a good question. There's a lot of good people who with, with that may be able to do it. None that that come to mind, but I think I do. Yeah, I do wonder like how do you establish Nightwing and all that comes with that, with his history of being Robin and everything, without Batman in that particular universe. I mean, I guess it's assumed that he used to be Robin. I would think. I wouldn't think they would have him just become Nightwing without Batman being in the picture. They might do flashbacks, but, like uh, how Arrow does it. Yeah. Like, oh, he knows how to do this thing. How does he know how to do this thing? Because he learned how to do it on the island. Let's do a flashback. <laughs> do you think they would actually uh, cast a guy to play Batman for flashbacks or um, cameos and stuff? I don't think so. I mean, mm-hmm. it'd be cool if they did, but I doubt it. That'd be really cool if they somehow got Ben Affleck to do it, though. Mm, that would. I don't think he's ever done TV, though, has he? I don't think so. He might have done, like, SNL, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Although they almost got uh, Liam Neeson to play uh, Ra's al Ghul on Arrow, so... Oh, that would have been so cool. Yeah. I Which like is, the guy uh, who's doing it, though. He's pretty cool. Yeah, he. I like him. Man, that, that mid-season finale, though. That was Cray. That was Totes Cray. Totes Cray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think we should probably avoid talking about that in specifics, though, because it was pretty recent, so... <laughs> yeah, we can get it on the next Shazam, which should be... Uh... Probably after the Christmas break, I would think. Yeah, but... probably we got to try and do whatever we're doing next weekend for like the Christmas special thing and then try and record Watchmen sometime which we haven't said what we're doing with Watchmen but it is pretty much out there that it's Watchmen related so yeah cause you keep <laughs> saying Watchmen <laughs> well Scott led with Rorschach's journal October 18th <laughs> I think we so. should we could have gone away with it if we just said Herm I think I don't know. That's a pretty well-known been, comic book I thing. I think it would have been good. <laughs> I think it would have been good. <laughs> I still haven't edited that episode since it, it, it for whatever reason with Scott's internet, he was just this evening able to upload his part of the audio, so I could maybe still edit that. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I guess so. Well, but anyway, now you'll so... have to edit this episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's put like a bleep over when I said that. Yeah. <laughs> Subtle. Ben Affleck. So, ben Affleck hasn't done a lot of uh, television, but like mainly it's SNL. <laughs> but he's got a few things. He, he'd probably probably be able to do something. Yeah, at least you know brief appearances or something, like Samuel L. Jackson on Agents of Shield. Yeah. Although he was pretty involved with the uh, the season one finale, which was awesome. Yeah, that was that was really cool. <laughs> I hope he comes back for the next season or something after 
Uh, or, like, I don't know, like... He probably won't be in... Is he going to be in Avengers 2, do you think? Samuel L. Jackson? I don't, I don't know. Um, I can't recall if he's been cast or not, but... Well, I'd like at least somebody to be in it. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Like, as far as... They keep... T- in the first season, they talk about... Uh, uh, Black Widow a lot. That'd be really cool if she was in it at one point. Oh yeah, that would. Or uh, Hawkeye would be cool because you know he's Shield related. But yeah, um, just for the record, if anybody listening to this is a Marvel fan and you're not caught up on Agents of Shield, catch up because they just like dropped a huge bombshell little tie into the movies like a few years from now. So <laughs> yeah, it's getting pretty awesome. But. As far as DC, <laughs> back to DC, right? Yeah. yeah. What were we as far as... about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to mention. Well, this is sort of Marvel, but sort of DC. Uh, ben Affleck. I, I, I think I mentioned on the last Excelsior. I finally got around to watching Daredevil, and I cannot for the life of me figure out why people are angry that he's going to be Batman. He seems like he'll be perfect as Batman. Voice, the face, everything. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I like Tim as Daredevil, and I think as long as he doesn't try to do a Christian Bale voice, <laughs> I think he can do it. Yeah, if he does the same voice he did in Daredevil, just you know, kind of a deep voice that it sounds, you know, pretty much like Kevin Conroy. Not quite the resonance of Kevin Conroy, but it's just you know, Batman. He doesn't need to, you know talk like Christian Bale. Please, hopefully he doesn't. I think a lot of the negativity was just as soon as they announced anyone who wasn't Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne, people were just waiting to be angry about it, so... (laughs) Yeah, probably. I don't know why. And there's a a lot of people who only saw the theatrical version of Daredevil and have a bad memory of that, even though it had nothing to do with Ben Affleck's performance being bad, but... But yeah, if you haven't seen the director's cut of Daredevil, moving back to Marvel again, <laughs> um, check that out. Especially if you're unsure about Ben Affleck, because the guy can pull off a dark superhero. Mm. I agree. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if you... This is uh, something that happened recently I forgot to uh, bring up when we were preparing, but apparently Michael Keaton it was asked in an interview, you know, do you ever get jealous of all the uh, of the other Batman, you know, Christian Bale, Ben Affleck, and he, his response was, uh, no, because I'm Batman, I'm quite secure in that. <laughs> or something along those lines, I don't have it right in front of me, but <laughs> he was just, you know, kind of joking around, but he... Yeah. I, I find that kind of funny. Isn't he, like, the first modern Batman? Yeah, um, if you don't count Adam West, yeah, then, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> then, yeah, he's the first. I never... I watched uh, Batman Returns the other day for the first time. I had seen Batman 1989 before, which I liked the Joker in, but that was about it. Yeah. I just can't get behind Michael Keaton as Batman or Bruce... He's okay as Batman, but as Bruce Wayne, he just looks nothing like Bruce Wayne to me. But everybody seems to love him as that character. I just... I don't get it. Well, I guess you gotta think of it more... Like, like in your head, what do you see as Bruce Wayne? Um, kind of like the Greg Capullo style art. I mean, obviously that's more new. That's the new Fifty Two, so that's not been around for a while. But you know, this sort of uh, thick neck. That, uh, I don't know. Just doesn't look like Michael Keaton. I guess uh, the best example from growing up would be the Justice League cartoon. Yeah, yeah. You know, he looks younger than Michael Keaton. He doesn't have the big forehead. I mean, no, no offense. He's not an ugly guy by any means, but he just. He just doesn't look like the Bruce Wayne that I'm used to from the comics and the cartoons. Yeah. Well, I guess you gotta just take it as... uh, There's just been so many Batmans over the years. None have been like cartoon or or, uh, comic book Batman. Like I think Ben Affleck will be because he's a lot larger than all of the other people. Oh yeah, he... In the in the pictures we've seen of him in the suit, he looks like he, Batman oh more yeah. than anybody else has. Yeah, he 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 looks buff. He actually looks buff, not just right. fit or whatever with muscle. And his but, and just his facial structure. You know, he has the cleft chin and the 
you know, he has a, he just looks like Bruce Wayne to me. But yeah, to some degree, I mean, this is the, or the Michael Keaton movies came from a different era, so it's just, you know, it's not something I'll probably ever fall in love with the way that people grew up with them did. Mm-hmm. But I do like the, uh, I do like Jack Nicholson though as the yeah. Joker. It's it's fun for what it is. It's not a, uh, yeah. it's not a great Batman film or the greatest, but it's fun for what it is. Yeah, Batman Returns I like significantly less. That I know usually it's people either like they they you know prefer the first one much over the second one, or they prefer the second one much over the first one. I gotta say I gotta go with the first one over the second one by quite a large degree. I just I didn't get the appeal of the second one it was just really weird well batman returns which batman was that was that still uh Keaton? penguin catwoman it was like the one where tim burton just yeah, was yeah. being tim burton yeah <laughs> and that was keaton right yeah it was still yeah. keaton for okay. that one I, I can never remember when it turns into val kilmer <laughs> that's uh batman forever the third one and then george clooney is the fourth one batman and robin gotcha, where everything okay. really went crazy yeah <laughs> again <laughs> It was just to sell toys. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, are you saying you like the first one more than the second one, Batman? Returns? Yeah, because Joke Joker was really what yeah. the one thing I like about that era. <laughs> so. I really, I I do, and I enjoy the first one better than the second one too, just because while I do find it super creepy and a little off putting, I like how it kept to the mythology of the Joker mm. as well, like. He was the Red Hood, or basically just a gangster, and then he fell into that vat and became the Joker. Yeah, it was. I mean, they did. They took some liberties with giving him a pretty concrete backstory pre that, yeah. but rather than just a bunch of things that might have happened. But uh, yeah, his and his behavior as the Clown Prince of Crime is relatively consistent with the comics. The only thing I didn't dig was a. Uh, him being the guy who killed Bruce Wayne's parents. That was kind of forced. Yeah. But Did you know uh, the person who actually killed Bruce Wayne's parents is the guy who became Mileto? Mileto. He's the he's a Superman villain. He's a robot with a kryptonite heart. Joe Chill became a robot? I don't know if it's... Wait, <laughs> Joe Chill? Is that the dude from 52 now, or... Uh, I know that's like traditionally been the Bat- Batman's parents killers. I don't know if that's still true. I haven't read uh, Batman Volume Four Zero year in the New Fifty Two yet to read his origin, his new origin. But oh, uh, uh, I don't know. Well, in hmm. Well, in one version of his life, right. uh, it was Mileto that killed his parents. Hmm. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to say without my uh, my knowledge of. I'm I'm growing my knowledge of DC Comics slowly but surely. But it's there's so much to read. Yeah, it's gonna take a while. Are you gonna go uh, beyond fifty two or just keep to fifty two? I'm I'm planning on reading as much as I can. I'm just kind of starting with New Fifty Two as like a you know just a jumping off point to kind of dive into it and a place where i know it's designed to be jumped into (laughs) yeah and then once i'm more familiar with a lot of the characters and stories then i'll go into the backstories and everything but thinking of going ahead and reading flashpoint sometime to see how new 52 started yeah that that's probably a good idea from that you just gotta know basically that it what for flashpoint you just gotta know basically what the flash tv show teaches you and that's that barry's mother was killed by the reverse flash Hmm. and at one point he tries to stop it okay yeah so it's it's pretty easy to jump into that graphic novel then yeah all right cool and then you just need like a a pretty uh normal like uh knowledge of the dc universe like um. Uh, what's her face? Wonder Woman comes from the Amazons, not the Amazon rainforest, right. but like 
the Themyscira. lady. Yeah, Themyscira. Uh, and um, what's his face? Aquaman comes from Atlantis. Blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Basically that. All right. Yeah, I know the basics just from, uh, I mean, like I said, I grew up with the Justice League cartoon, so to some degree I, you know, I'm familiar with these characters, but it's just a lot of the lore I'm a bit lacking on. Mm-hmm. Batman's the one area that I have a better grasp on the uh, continuity, but yeah, getting there. Flash is mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best place I have con- uh, grasp on. I have a grasp on everything, but Flash is the best one for me. <laughs> well, you spent like most of junior high reading like Wikipedia oh, yeah. stuff about all these characters. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Time well spent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've uh making progress through this through the giant library stack, slowly but surely. Yeah. But then finding more stuff to request, so Well that's good. <laughs> yeah, I just picked up a bunch of Legion of Superheroes and Doom Patrol stuff today oh, from dude. the library. Legion of Superheroes is so cool. Like they're next to uh, the Teen Titans in my book. Like, Teen mm. Titans is number one, then Legion of Superheroes to me, in DC at least. Yeah, Teen Titans is another one I need to get into. It's so awesome. The newer stuff is crazy to follow. Like, so many twists and turns. Like, this mm. person turns out to be the cause of this thing that happened five issues earlier. So it's like watching Arrow. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> basically, <laughs> it's crazy. But the older stuff is—it's awesome, too. Mm. Backtracking a little bit, um, back to uh, Ben Affleck. One of the other news stories that came out recently is that they're casting that Warner Brothers wants to cast a, uh, a like a young a young guy who looks like a young Ben Affleck like you know, 10, 12 years old, somewhere around there, who has martial arts skills. So, And people are saying it's Batman for Batman versus Superman, but that already wrapped filming, so I'm guessing it's for like Justice League or something. But hmm. we don't know. I mean, some people are saying Damian Wayne. Uh, we were talking briefly before we started recording that you, know, you said maybe that that would be too much to introduce right away, the whole Talia and Damian and all that. But or it could be a young Bruce, but it it's could hard be to say. a young Bruce after his parents' death. Yeah, kind of like in Gotham, he's already trying to learn, you know, to hone his skills and everything. Yeah. Truly, yeah. I would love if they could tie Gotham in, but it is a pretty different reimagining of the Batman mythos, I guess. So. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't know very much about. Uh, the Gotham of Superman versus Batman, Batman versus Superman. Yeah. So it could be closer than what we think. Could be. I mean, they have said that Jeremy Irons, uh, Alfred will be kind of, you know, from what they described, it sounds like Alfred from Gotham, but obviously a different actor, so it can't yeah. quite be the same universe. But, uh, which is a little bit of a bummer. I really like the, uh, yeah. really like what's his name, Sean Pertwee. I think so. John Pertwee's son is Alfred. Yeah, I. Uh, really? Are you kidding? Yeah. That's no, awesome. he's the third Doctor's son. He actually, uh, for Halloween this year, he dressed up as the third Doctor. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow, I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, he looks a little bit different from his dad. Once you know it's him, you can see some similarities. They have a similar nose and eyes and stuff, but yeah. Yeah, and when he's dressed as the third doctor, it's like spot on. This is crazy. I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, he's great as Alfred, though. Very much a very capable Alfred. Definitely based on the Earth One comics. Yeah. I like him a lot. Yeah. I do wonder if that's kind of. If Earth One is where they'll go with Batman, too, you know, where he's kind of a bit of. You know, he struggles to really get off the ground as Batman, but I don't know. Bruce in this, in Gotham, seems pretty capable, so. Yeah, I think so. I guess 
we'll see. I, I, uh, I like Sean Pert, Pertwee, Pert, Pertwee, uh, from, have you, have you ever heard of the show Elementary? Um, sounds familiar, but I don't think I ever saw it. Isn't it like a Sherlock Holmes related thing? Yeah. Uh, I, it's, it's really good. I mean, I like both, uh, Sherlock from BBC and, uh, Elementary from CBS and I think they're really good like the BBC one focuses more on the stories like of the of Sherlock Holmes while Elementary focuses more on the people if you it, it, that's what I think at least like like um because it, it's so long but so so few episodes Sherlock you, you, they have to focus on the story while developing the people while right. uh while elementary it's short but it's got more a lot a lot more episodes so it can focus on a small story while building up a larger story in the background while also developing the characters significantly so and what's up with bbc tv seasons anyway it's just how it's they like do Doctor it. Doctor Who was really short this year, and then like they'll make oh, one I... episode of Sherlock every once in a while. And... <laughs> was Doctor Who really short? I heard that it, it was... was only like eight episodes or something. <laughs> I heard that it was really short because they were doing poorly on it. Hmm. I don't know. Probably not. But I, just... I haven't. I've only seen the first two episodes of the season, but from what I've heard, it gets like really Clara heavy, and a lot of people didn't like that. Yeah, I read that so. they didn't do a very good job. <laughs> I like Peter Capaldi as the Doctor, but but this is a DC show, so yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, back to uh, Sean Pertree. Pertree. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm bad at pronouncing things. Uh, yeah, I think he he plays a really good Alfred because at points he's, um, I guess you could say, civil or whatever. Like he, mm. he's a he's like a real butler. Other points, right. he he's acting like a father, mad at his son, you know. But then when somebody tries to take him, he, look out, dude, man, he kills. <laughs> he's awesome. I just I like that Alfred. Um, yeah. the the main Alfred of the comic books. He's not much like that, but I know he knows how to fight and defend himself. But he's not really like that. He's he's very sophisticated more than right. and very kind of sarcastic and yeah dry-witted <laughs> yeah if you watch uh, and if you watch if you read injustice you'll see that uh he takes up arms against mm. superman and other people and it, it, it shows a little bit more of the earth one alfred but mm. uh yeah i like i like earth one-esque alfred yeah, I think Scott Snyder did a good job in a uh, New Fifty Two Batman, showing Alfred, you know, as the classic, you know, um, you know, stiff upper lip, sarcastic butler, but also, you know, when the chips are down, he won't, you know, he'll do anything it takes to protect Bruce, you know. So, yeah, I, Alfred's always been very brave, you know. It's just there's a difference between the, you know, war veteran Alfred from Gotham, and the very but very very butlerish alfred from you know, the comics aside from earth one yeah but i i think there's room for both and uh and also the you know the nolan alfred of course everything in the nolan movies is a little different so mm-hmm. very yeah <laughs> everything's different <laughs> right I do like well, how... Well, except Gordon. Yeah, I did. I was about to say I do like how he did Gordon. Yeah, that was pretty much straight off the page. Yeah. You can't get any more Gordon than that, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I do like uh, Gordon on Gotham, but he is very different. There's no mustache, so... It's, he actually can't grow a mustache. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I read that. <laughs> That's kind of funny, the cast. Gordon's... You, you have to wonder if there was ever a meeting, you know, where they're like, he's good, but is it worth not having a mustache? <laughs> <laughs> where do they draw the line of, you know, he, 
I don't know. <laughs> I bet his his agent was like, yeah, he can't grow a mustache, but this is the early years. Maybe he doesn't have a mustache for a while. <laughs> I, I think that'd be a really interesting argument. <laughs> yeah, I guess same for glasses. You know, his eyesight isn't bad enough yet. Yeah. He hasn't grown out his hair enough to do the kind of comb over thing. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, he, he's basically got a buzz cut right now. Yeah. I also find it interesting, you know, in the comics, Gordon is often portrayed, before Batman shows up, Gordon is an idealist, but he's too kind of beaten down by all the corruption to do anything about it. I wonder if we'll get to that point with this. If he, you know, right now, obviously, he's like, you know, arresting the mayor and doing all this stuff. I wonder if the system will beat him down to the point where he sort of gives up and just keeps his ideas, keeps his opinions to himself before Batman comes along. But do you think he'll be commissioner when Batman comes along? I don't know. I mean, obviously the Nolan films, like you know, like I said, are a little bit different. Those ones he wasn't. Yeah. But I can't. I don't know exactly in all the different incarnations if he's ever commissioner when Batman. I think in New Fifty Two at least he's supposed to be commissioner when Batman first comes on the scene. I I could see him being Batman. Uh, being Batman, being <laughs> commissioner right before before Batman comes on scene, but maybe he's commissioner, but he's like he's not like trying to solve yeah. the corruption. Like I think by that point, you know, Gotham will have taken so much from him. You know, Barbara will probably already left. Um, it, the city just beats him down, and Batman is what brings him back to that youthful idealist again yeah that's what i'm pretty i'm thinking yeah but i do love all the potential that this show has i really hope they keep it going for quite a while i read an and article. it's popular so it looks like it probably will yeah even though it's on fox i read an article about how a dude doesn't like uh, gotham because there's <clears throat> no real drama mm-hmm. uh, that was... if drama is based off of Okay, not like, like, uh, like drama, like conflict between two people, but like, uh, like, um, oh no, Jim's gonna die, kind of drama. Like, Jim mm. can't die; he's literally in the comic oh, books. because so, this is all set in there's history set in stone. Yeah. Type of thing. So yeah, there's no being scared when um when the gunmen come after Bruce because you know him and Selena can't die. You can, you know, Jim can't die. You know, Bullock can't die. You know, Alfred can't die. I agree to an extent, but I mean, that's true for most shows. I mean, obviously, there's exceptions: Game of Thrones, The Walking Dead. Um, but for for most shows, you know, generally, you know, the hero's gonna get out at the end. Yeah, but I don't know. It's I I completely disagreed with him. Like, I'm I'm not watching it to for the drama i'm watching it for the story you know yeah and i don't think the point of gotham is where is it going to get on end up it's how are we going to get there mm-hmm. so. like oh he's getting tortured or something <clears throat> yeah he's yeah. not gonna die but maybe this torturing or whatever it is is gonna uh give him a reason to stay up at uh, to not be able to sleep at night and make him grittier. Yeah, it's it's watching his character change and what what these events are going to do to him. Yeah, and they can do still do unexpected things like you know, um, I said before maybe Ivy Pepper isn't um, really Poison Ivy. Maybe that's Red Herring, or maybe she gets a name change. You know, there's things we don't know how they're going to turn out. We just know how they're going to end up at yeah. some point, but we don't know how they're going to get there. Based off the reactions Selena had about uh, Ivy Pepper, I'm pretty sure she's not Poison Ivy. She sounds to, to be like some kind of meta-human already, mm. and not like like um, what she becomes as Poison Ivy, which happens to her when she becomes an adult. So, But that's just like a theory. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's hard to say also just... You know, December we don't know where everything will end up because this is a reimagining. Obviously, Oswald Cobblepot has a very different origin in this than in the comics. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's you know, 
things could change. You know, they could decide to kill off one of these characters who doesn't die in the comics because this isn't tied into any of the other stuff. Yeah. You uh, never know. I mean, the Russian dude got killed. Spoilers, everybody, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But the Russian dude got killed, so... uh, Fish Mooney, uh, her henchman, that girl that's banging uh, Falcone <laughs> right. probably can die. I, I'm not entirely sure if Falcone is in the comics. His character was in the uh, Batman Begins. I'm pretty sure so he's probably know, in the comics. I can't remember if it's him or Maroney that's in the Long Halloween or both. I haven't read that in a long time. They're probably both in the comics. Because that's what inspired the Dark Knight, but I can't remember if Falcone is just from Batman Begins or not. Yeah. Uh, Well, I I don't know how much uh, Falcone is in the comics, but maybe he could have an estranged son so that Falcone could take over and they could kill off uh, the Falcone we have right now that way. Um you know there's a lot of stuff they can mm-hmm. they can do right now like we have set characters and they could just take them out at any time i mean yeah they can't take bruce alfred selena jim and the like but they can take out the characters we're starting to to grow to love <laughs> or grow mm-hmm. to hate <laughs> okay yeah he is in the comics uh carmine falcone is i thought he was because he's also um falcone um, was it Steelworks or whatever is in the Arkham games um, yeah he made his debut in Batman Year One by Frank Miller which is like the modern re- the modern uh, reboot thing of Batman's origin hmm. so so yeah he's he's been in the comics and in the comics he has like um, scratches on the side of his face which I think was from Catwoman I can't remember that would make to... some kind of sense yeah, I can't remember exactly. There's a lot of backstory there. <laughs> and it overlaps a lot because of reboots. Yeah. I do find it interesting that uh, in in the dark, or in uh, Batman Begins, it's Falcone. In Yotham, it's Falcone. Say again? I wonder why that is. In, in, the, in Batman Begins, they everybody said Falcone, in Gotham, only like the fell his fellow mobsters call him Falcone, and some of them also call him Falcone, but everybody else says Falcone. Just wonder mm. why that difference is. Kind of like you know, Reza or uh, Raz Al Ghul or Raish Al Ghul type thing. I like Raz preferably because mm. like it kind of sounds like Rays, not like Raish, like but like rise or raise out of the Lazarus pits mm. so yeah I see that. So cool. <laughs> yeah I kind of like how in uh Arrow most people say Raz but then I think uh it was Nissa said uh Raish so it's like only maybe just the members of the league call him Raish or people who speak, like that's the correct uh, pronunciation <laughs> yeah that language the whatever language they're speaking yeah <laughs> probably I don't know how to speak. Is it just me, or is a lot of the stuff in Arrow taken from Batman? Like so many of the villains and stuff. Actually, a lot of Oliver's villains are also Batman villains. Okay, so they just kind of share that rogues gallery in the comics. Uh, yeah. I mean, like they don't share Merlin or and or right. Joker, like the heavy ones, but. Yeah, they a lot of a lot of rogues get around, so they they happen mm. to be joint members, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> or something. I've I've been really impressed with the with their handling of the League of Assassins in the show. They really the show Arrow is very good at building up villains. You know, Slade they spent so long building up, and then the League of Assassins they've spent a long time building up. They're just really good at taking their time to lay all that groundwork to make for an epic climax. Yeah, I agree. Which um, the mid-season finale was. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I can't wait to talk about it because I've, I've read some theories 
Mm. And uh, I think I think we it would be some fun flushing those out. I also think once all these seasons are over in this in the uh, spring, we should do episodes for each. You know, talking about each of these seasons. Yeah, that would be cool. That would take a while, but that would be cool. Yeah. Well, four plus if we do two uh, Arrow episodes to catch up. Yeah. But that could be fun. Mm. I agree. Yeah, Arrow is a show that at first I was really into it because I really liked the action. Then I got kind of sick of the constant um, arguing between the characters. But I think season three is really, it's starting to, you know, really reach its potential as a show. Yeah, I agree. Uh, along, especially because of what The Flash has done to it. Like, I guess it mm. took itself too seriously and now it's not taking itself it, like the characters aren't in a way because they got somebody who can run at the speed of sound. Yeah, the introduction of metahumans kind of changes things. I mean, yeah, there was Mirakuru, but um, yeah, it's... It was temporary and now they like... He's changed things forever. There's no going back. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically... <laughs> Yeah, although I do think, just from the Flash Arrow crossover, the Arrow characters on the Flash didn't work as well as bringing the Flash characters onto Arrow. It just seemed weird to have all these, just because the Arrow Arrow is so much darker. It was, it was just bizarre having them on a light-hearted show like the Flash. Yeah, I agree. I I thought the 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 Arrow crossover episode was a lot cooler than the. Oh yeah. Although, Same. although I did like watching them fight in the Flash episode. Hmm. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I just wish they didn't cut out the entire fight with uh, uh who was it? Um, the villain for that episode, uh, Rainbow Raider. Yeah. They just he just shows up in prison. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, that was not the coolest fight. Oh well. Yeah. Sort of spoiler, I guess, but I mean. I'm just saving you from thinking you missed part of the episode if you haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there there is no final battle. <laughs> it was really stupid that way, but oh well. Yeah. I but yeah, the it, arrow part was a lot better. I think... Uh, I don't know. I, I, like... Uh, how do I say it? Like, Barry has to talk to his villains. And I know it's it's because it's a show, but like... If I was the Flash, all I'd do would be to grab the bad guys and bring them to jail. Yeah, that is kind of a writing issue they probably run into sometimes is, you know, especially on like Arrow, you know, with the whole Rachel Ghoul thing that's been going on, why doesn't he just call Barry? Yeah, you know, yeah. Barry could, there's thinking... no way anybody could be beat Barry in a fight because he's faster. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to a certain I mean... extent, at least not any normal human being. In a, in a surprise attack, no one could beat Barry if they had the time to plan something yeah. out. Like or how, if, like, yeah. Yeah, but if, like, um, okay, minor spoiler, Razal Ghul and Oliver fight, I'm pretty sure that's public knowledge. Yeah. Um, I won't say the outcome of the fight, but they fight, so why doesn't he just get Barry to be like, okay, as soon as, you know, right before the fight starts, Barry, just run up and punch him in the face, knock yeah. him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I guess I guess you could have problems because then the league would be after you and yeah. And I like, guess also Barry would might have problems with it if he's like, so what are we gonna do with him? Well, prisons can't hold him. I have to kill him. Well, yeah. I'm not gonna be a part of that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so. like, like his first few villains, all he had to do was grab them and take them to jail or to take them to the holding cell under yeah. particle accelerator literally the uh, captain cold he could have grabbed real quick and done it uh his little colossus uh guy whatever he was <laughs> could have done he could have done it to him uh he could have done it to all of them he didn't have to talk mm. to them and talking is what's getting him his butt handed to him yeah. And to can... some degree, that's just the writers have to think of some way for him not to win instantly. But <laughs> I know it's just, I just, it's a really bad hole. <laughs> yeah. I, I the one, the like one time it. it really bugged me was, um, 
in Plastique's episode where um, she gets shot in the arm, but he doesn't stop it. I mean, yeah. it's the bullet comes from the front, so he should his you know reflexes should be fast enough to move her out of the way, but he doesn't. It's just I don't know. That was kind of weird. But yeah. I guess he's still learning to always be, you know, focused and everything. So he's maybe not always tapping into his powers to be really aware of his surroundings. Yeah, he, he, I don't it, know. he's really, he's he- uh, heavily dependent on what he's looking at. Like, yeah. unless he sees something going on, he doesn't slow stuff down. Even though, I don't know, he could have he could have done a lot better a lot of times if he just. If, I don't know. He, he just needs to train a lot more, <laughs> I guess. And also, I guess, I, I was talking to uh, somebody on Facebook, um, Eric S. Brown, who hopefully will be on the show at some point. Um, and I guess he was saying the whole idea of him starting, you know, relatively slow compared to the Flash's potential and building up his speed is more based on Wally West than Barry. Like, what do you mean? Well, I guess he was saying Barry started in the Silver Age started out with, you know, basically his full speed, you know, being able to already go faster than the speed of light if he had to. But Wally West was the one who, in his comic debut, took a while to get up to speed the way Barry is in the show. Well, Wally started out as a kid. And yeah. I don't even know if he, he was uh, hit puberty when he got his abilities. <laughs> like, he was a kid. He was really young. And like when he first started out he was he was so young that he actually had a miniature flash costume as his costume and not like the yellow costume he had that that really represents the kid flash nowadays right so there was one before that yeah it was just like a miniature flash costume all red and everything Hmm. i think i've seen that i can't remember where but i think i've seen a graphic novel that or you know collected paperback that had that on it yeah, yeah. Of him and Barry. <laughs> they looked like like minute like a tw- like a, a, a twin set literally like, <laughs> but yeah, Barry Barry was an adult like, he got his powers when he I don't know how old he was he was probably around twenty five maybe probably older but he got his abilities as an adult and in comic books. Even Marvel comic books, when you when you first get your powers, you don't know how to control them as a, like the kids get their yeah. powers. They don't know how to control them, and they're they're not up to their full potential. That's that's why Wally didn't really have his full potential, and then he locked it in his mind away from himself, so he wouldn't be faster than Barry because um, he didn't want to f- completely replace him after Barry died. Mm. He didn't want to think... be the fastest man that ever lived. Do you think that uh, Barry will reach, you know, faster than light speeds on the TV show? What? You you cut out. What did you say? Oh. Do you think Barry will reach uh, faster than light speeds on the TV show? Oh, yeah. Un- undoubtedly. I mean, I don't know if they, they'll be able to... Uh put that into the graphics that'd be really hard to simulate like i I don't yeah you know no one knows what happens at (laughs) light speed or faster to light speed faster than light speed but yeah although they have done a great job so far with the effects yeah they could i don't know they could think of something but it would be nice to see him you know reach his full potential Oh yeah, undoubtedly. I mean, when Barry... you know what I'd actually kind of like to see. What? Uh, Go ahead. You know what I, I kind of like to see is a, uh, since we it's looking like Justice League Dark, the movie might not be part of the rest of the DC cinematic universe. I'd like to see another Justice League, you know, alternate, not part of the main thing. That's the classic, you know, Jay Garrick, uh, Hal Jordan wearing the red and green costume. You know, do a live action Silver Age Justice League movie. I just think that would be interesting. Especially because, you know, we never see Jerry Garrick in any of this stuff. Well, he he was a part of the Justice Society, not the Justice League. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. But if we did a Justice Society movie, we could have Jay Garrick. We could have, right. um, 
uh, what's his name? Uh, Justice Society. Go. We could have Hawkman. We could have uh, the Green Lantern, who's not associated with the Guardians of Oa. We could have Adam Smasher, Mr. Terrific. Alan Scott, that's his name. Uh, the Green Lantern, who's not mm. associated with Oa. Yeah, we could have Alan Scott. We could have Sandman. That would be really cool. We could have Dr. Fate, Our Man. Batman and Superman have both been uh, in the Justice Society. So has Wonder Woman, so that'd be pretty cool. And we could yeah. have Black Canary, Wildcat, Dr. Midnight. That'd be that'd be awesome. I'd watch that, the crap out yeah, of that be, movie. It would be really refreshing since, you know, I mean, yeah, we don't have a Justice League movie yet. But it's people are familiar with the Justice League lineup. It'd be kind of cool to have another team, other than Justice League Dark, which obviously is a very different team, but it is Justice League Dark. It would be interesting to have Justice Society as another, you know, other flavor of superhero team. Yeah, it would be very interesting, especially because it could be set set at a as a at an earlier time, like forties. I mean, if they did that, they'd have to separate it from the rest of the DC Cinematic Universe, but I'd be okay with that. Yeah. It, it'd be very refreshing. Yeah. Because we could have... Are they doing... They're, they're doing Barry for the Justice League, right? Yeah, played by uh, Ezra Miller. Yeah. Uh, so they could have uh, his inspiration for becoming the Flash. They could have... Mm. Uh, like basically everybody's inspiration for becoming a superhero in the DC universe like technically even though Superman is the oldest superhero almost the oldest superhero or is I don't know um, they're supposed to be all based on that like they're all inspired by the Justice Society yeah that'd be cool yeah just do it without, you know, Batman and Superman since they're introducing them in the modern area now. But yeah, yeah, if they did that and just didn't include Superman and Batman, they could they could make it part of the DC Cinematic Universe. Yeah. That would be pretty neat. I think it would yeah, be. Have the Justice League as the Justice League would be the successor to that classic team. Yeah. That would be interesting. I agree. Now, Ad the Adam was one of the founding Justice League members, right? Adam Smasher, I believe what yeah, Adam. They call he called himself Adam. And then right. his uh his like nephew or something called himself Adam Smasher. But hmm. yeah, Adam. Cause I, I find it interesting that, you know, he's in Arrow now. Oh Spoiler, no, no. I guess. It's a different it's... Adam. I thought Ray Palmer was the one in the original Justice League, but Oh, in the original Justice League, or are you talking about Justice Society? Sorry, I must, I might have. Uh, Justice League. Oh yeah, it was Adam. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I was talking it, about Justice Society. Oh, <laughs> it does get confusing. It does. <laughs> but I do wonder if they're gonna try and do like you know a sort of mini Justice League type thing with Arrow, Flash, Adam, Black Canary. You know, putting them together in a team uh, arsenal. That would be really cool. Yeah, do like a... They could even make, you know, a TV movie out of it or something, or a miniseries, once yeah. all these characters have been introduced. I would watch that. That sounds really cool. Yeah, I mean, they from I've never watched Smallville, but I've seen, like, clips of it and stuff, and I guess they sort of did a Justice League thing on that, but they, they, I think there's a potential to do a better job on... The CW universe. They, did, they introduced the Justice Society, and then they had like a Justice League kind of thing. Like it wasn't official, but they had Green Arrow, Black Canary, Aquaman, Cyborg, The Flash. The Smallville though, it always feels like it's kind of forced that these yeah. characters met. <laughs> it, it it it's a little yeah. yeah. But, but Arrow and The Flash, they seem to be doing a good job. Yeah, I I think so. Although, although it does have the advantage of this isn't just like a backstory, you know, this is these heroes being superheroes as adults. Mm -hmm. 
So that makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. Well, we're coming up on about an hour. Um, well, we have one more thing to talk about. Ah, yeah, that is true. Um, not a super big piece of news, but The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, posted a tweet, and he's you know playing Black Adam in Shazam. He said, uh, can't wait to play Black Adam. We'll find that anti-hero balance of ruthless rip your throat out with wonderful charm. So... <laughs> That's going to be interesting. What's interesting is the question he was answering that somebody tweeted and then this was his answer to it was, other than Black Adam, which other superheroes, supervillains are you interested in acting as? And his answer was, can't wait to play play Black Adam. So, okay. (laughs) I think he missed the point of the question. That sounds like a a governor, a, a politician answer. Yeah. But... So, yeah, not not a lot of news, but it's kind of cool just to see, you know, him being excited about yeah. playing the character. We're not going to see him for a while, but... Yeah. Although, I've never really heard of a charming Black Adam. <laughs> that sounds a yeah, that little is... weird. <laughs> he is at least supposed to be like... Isn't he supposed to be kind of, you know, he'll leave you alone unless you make him angry and then... You're dead. Everybody you know is dead. After he got his country back, yeah. Like, hmm. he, literally, if you start fighting him or hurting his people, he will fight you to the death. But if you just leave the guy alone, he will literally do nothing wrong. Like, all <laughs> he wants is for him himself to be left alone and his people to be left alone. And he's fine. Like, yeah, I... In 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 injustice, uh, uh, Superman and uh, Wonder Woman are fighting him because he's destroying all these tanks that are bombing his people, and pretty much he's in the right. Hmm. Like, you guys started bombing Black Adam's he's country, just defending his country. So yeah, I mean yeah, he was yeah. ruthlessly destroying every tank and killing the people inside of it, but. He was kind of in the right. <laughs> so hopefully they'll get his character right in the movie. Um, for the most part, I've been very happy with DC's, you know, um, movies and TV shows as of late. I mean, obviously we've only got... Hold on a second. <laughs> obviously we've only got, you know, one movie in the DC Sonic universe, but... uh. I think they've done a good job so far. It, it's just things that, you know, Goyer says and stuff do worry me sometimes. Oh, yeah. You know, Martian Manhunter being too goofy to use and stuff. So I'm always worried Mar- that they'll mess up a character. Martian Manhunter is awesome. I don't understand mm-hmm. how he's goofy in any way. Well, and the weird thing is he, like, contradicts himself. contradicted himself. I read his whole thing about his whole rant about um, Martian Manhunter, and he's saying, like, oh, well, it's this, you know... It just wouldn't work because it's just goofy that this, you know, alien comes to Earth and he's hiding in plain sight as a detective. But what would be cool is if he was, like, hiding in plain sight as an alien. It, he doesn't, you know, word it quite that obviously, but, like, he he does basically say, well, it's too goofy to do it the way it's in the comics. We should do it the way it's in the comics, <laughs> is basically his whole premise. But then he also says we can't call him Martian Manhunter. It's just, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> He also thinks She-Hulk is a porn star, so I don't know what he's talking about. Oh my uh. God. Yeah, uh, an incestual porn star. Right. Oh my oh gosh. My Even Stan Lee doesn't like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, we owe him a lot as far as he's gotten stuff done. You know, a lot of the stuff in the TVs and everything wouldn't wouldn't exist without him. But, yeah. man, he's just nuts sometimes. <laughs> Having anything in his hands worries me. Yeah. But we'll just have to see what happens. Um, I, I'm confident in at least the the uh, casting choice for Black Adam, so he looks, you know, pretty much dead on like the character. His head's a little big, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. He looks pretty good for him. Yeah. 
I can't wait to see him in costume. I hope they keep his cost his normal costume. I don't Wonderful. know what fifty two Black Adam new fifty two Black Adam looks like, but I hope he keeps um the original costume. Yeah. That'd be nice. For the most part they've done a good job of that, at least, you know, in Man of Steel. Yeah, his costume looked a little different, but it's still the basics are there. I don't mind them adding a little bit of, you know, fancy trim here and there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, his new 52 looks good. Just get mm. rid of the, cl- the cloak thing <laughs> or the whatever. But, yeah. The, uh, what do you think about uh, Batman versus Superman, Superman being, like, hugely buff? I'm fine with it, because, like I said, I always go back to this. I grew up on the Justice League cartoon. <laughs> so the Superman I know is huge. Yeah, that's so, true, with really I'm, tiny I'm okay legs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the animation for those DC cartoons back in the day was just <laughs> yeah, was pointy crazy. shoulders and tiny, tiny waists, <laughs> huge chests. But yeah, yeah, I think I'm... he looks good. in from from yeah. the one still we've seen in Batman versus Superman, I, th- I think he looks good. I think it'd be really cool if it's not padding. Yeah, well, it seems like I'm. From what we saw in the first Man of Steel, you know, like when he has his shirt off and stuff, it seems like he is that big. Well, and it, I wouldn't he, be surprised if he bulked up even more for this one. Goodness, how much must he have to eat to sustain such a size? <laughs> That's huge. Yeah, it can be done. I mean, look at Thor in the first Thor movie. I think he's a little bit smaller in the second one in Avengers, but man, in the first Thor movie, like in the scene when he's in the rain and stuff, he's just massive. He really is. Or uh, Hugh Jackman in the Wolverine, the 2013 one. Jeez. Oh my gosh! There was a picture of him doing uh, his weightlifting regimen, and he said, "If the bar ain't bending, you're just pretending." And then it shows him uh, deadlifting, huge amount of weight. That's <laughs> literally bending the bar, and he's just like huge from it. <laughs> Yeah, I have to wonder if the director even of uh, if Brian Singer even asked him, you know, before Days of Future Past, don't get quite so carried away, <laughs> just because the Wolverine he was just holy crap. <laughs> yeah, it would it would be a little weird. Yeah. But anyway, um, that's about it for this week. Uh, next week, expect just one show. Um, probably label it just you know bag and board christmas special or something don't know what we're going to talk about exactly but we'll figure something out just we don't want to do you know two shows during christmas that'd be a little bit much yeah then after that uh back to the normal program and uh january 1st expect something something cool (laughs) i'm hesitant to say anything more um i'll just leave it at that (laughs) I'll just leave it at that. Say a little bit more. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. So, you want to close us out? Until next time, Sinestro Corps, I'm Garrick. And I'm Ben Riley. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> good enough. Yeah, good enough. <laughs>